you're listening to The Brief Key and I'm Saul James, your host for this interview. Today I'm joined by Duncan Long. Hi, Duncan. Hello, good evening. And um, Duncan is a friend of mine for a few years now and he has very kindly, um, I say, <laughs> offered, agreed <laughs> to uh, do Agreed. this interview for us for Mental Health Awareness Week. And the topic that we're covering is kindness, because that's the topic of the week. Um, a tiny bit about Duncan. Duncan is an integrative counsellor and therapist, and um, he works a lot with um, people who suffer from depression and anxiety, um, addiction, and all forms of abuse and relationship issues. Um, he's also a qualified fitness instructor, and he is also a Reiki practitioner. Um, is there is there anything that you haven't done or you don't do, Duncan? Oh, there's lots. There's <laughs> lots more to be done. <laughs> um, well, there's a lot on there. If anyone is interested in um, in checking out more, please check out Duncan at duncanlongtherapy.com. Um, Duncan, so that people have some kind of idea of your connection with the world of um, mental health, how how does your world, in a nutshell, come into contact with people who do struggle with mental health? And how do you think awareness campaigns like this can help with the stigmas attached? So my clients that I see within my therapy practice are all coming to me with um, various issues that they're struggling with, some of them that you've already mentioned. Um, and are all wanting to work through challenges that they're coming up against within their, their emotional landscape, within their, their thinking. So the theme being kindness, uh, the Mental Health Awareness Week, is, is so apt because this is so much of the work that I do with, with my clients working on um, how to be more gentle with ourselves, how to be more compassionate and show more love towards ourselves. So campaigns like this and a lot of the campaigns that we've been seeing over the last few years around mental health are are just brilliant. And although, you know, there is still, there still does seem to be a fair amount of stigma attached to people that struggle with mental health issues to whatever degree. The, I mean, we're seeing it now and we're particularly seeing it during this time of um, COVID-19 where mental health issues are being really, you know, there's a lot of attention and people are really experiencing their own struggles that actually they may not have experienced before yeah. due to the current climate. Mm. Yeah, so it's, I just celebrate any any kind of awareness that's created around any, any mental health issues. Mm. It's, I, I think we've, in talking with other people, we've, We've definitely come a long way, but we definitely have a long way to go. Yeah, I mean, we, we have come a long way, a massively long way. I mean, I still have conversations with older generations who can't quite get their head around the fact that, you know, what mental health issues are and, you know, the way it's sort of old language is being used in terms of, you know, being mental or being mad or being crazy. And yet, I, as far as we've come, I still hear people mumble the word mental health you know it's not something that people a lot of people can really take on because of the shame and stigma that is attached to it but you know we are breaking that down and you know yeah. particularly over these past past few years it's really come a long way 
Well, here's hoping that uh, these interviews and the work that's happening, especially with this week and beyond, continues and uh, tackles those stigmas. Um, mm. Let's go straight on to your questions. So question one, what does the term kindness mean to you? Kindness, um, I see kindness as seeing somebody with your heart. So an act of kindness is really unconditional, without expectation. Pure kindness comes without expectation. So there is nothing that the giver expects to receive back. Uh, it comes from the heart and it, it comes in, um, uh, you know, for me, for me, kindness is often a very spontaneous action. And it's about authenticity and being from one heart to another. Mm. I also, I, I also, you know, when I when I think of kindness, I think of love and compassion, and but and when I think of that, I also think of, of boundaries as well. So the kindness is is you know that there can be kindness that can be quite hard to receive, actually. You know, the the whole tough love thing. Yeah, like that. That that is a is a, is a form of kindness. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be this sort of very soft um, way of expressing love or care for somebody. It can yeah. also it can also be quite, quite sort of hard edged and boundary. Almost being cruel to be kind. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but with love. With love. With love. <laughs> yes, okay, yeah, yeah. Cruel is probably not the right word. I think. Going to what you were saying, a bit of a bit of tough love to be kind. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I think sometimes, especially people who have a more boundaryless life, but are actually seeking boundaries. And for them, I mean, often, as, as you'll know from, from child psychology, children actually receive boundaries if when they're healthy as a form of love. Yeah, I mean, they won't yeah. digest it as that, but they will receive it as though mummy or daddy cares for me, you know, and so, that's so where it, boundaries are very healthy for children. Absolutely. They're essential to, to really uh, have the best opportunity to have a, 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 a harmonious, fulfilling life. But and within within the therapy that when we work with clients, it is about creating boundaries because invariably those those people haven't had. They have had relationship with boundaries, whether they're kind of loose or dysfunctional, or or firm and structured, and and that, that feels safe and secure. Um, so so that is that is a great part of the work that we're doing in therapy is really is is ensuring that there are boundaries there to create safety and security, and you know that that links back to kindness, also, yeah, because it is you know really holding them. And this and looking at the reverse of what you've mentioned, because I've not we've not touched on this on the other interviews actually but on the concept of boundaries and tough love being kind love i'm assuming that you can then look at the flip side of that whereby if you see somebody does need that but you don't give it you're not actually being helpful or kind well it, it 
yes it's essentially you're you it, it's not it's not being helpful you may the intention may come exactly. from a good place yes you know you may think you're being kind so so yeah you know that's, because you're that's leaving it and going no you know it's yeah but sometimes it's i mean i, I i've seen a lot of people who who have been struggling with many things and what they've actually needed is someone to go to them and go, Hey, I, um, let's talk, Yeah, you know, rather yeah. than just leaving it. And actually uh, some of my friends I know who have struggled with um, various addictions, for example, they've hung around with friends who will encourage those. And actually what they needed is one of those people to go, um, okay, we need to talk. We need to stop and we need to talk. And that's, that's an act of kindness, exactly yeah, as you're saying. Absolutely. But actually, not doing that, you're not, you're not helping, in that sense. So, that that concept of tough love, I like, I like that in the sense actually kindness isn't always that what you feel like fluffy. <laughs> no, no, and and you're right. You know, it, it, invariably, people that are struggling with addictions, for example, have have had experience of of, of sort of dysfunctional boundaries. So, it. it or just very loose, and if you know, if I were to get involved in that relationship and dynamic and just collude with their history, then then the, you know their their acting out just continues on. I'm not talking about me as a therapist, but no. just you know being with them. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, you know that's where the, the the tough love and boundaries come in. Come in, but yeah, it, you and know, come comes from your heart. And as um, someone else has mentioned that you can't help someone until they're ready to be helped. It's true. And I think that, that I think would be the only place where you need to, you need to kind of withhold the tough love maybe because actually sometimes it's, they're not ready. Um, Yeah. Yes. You know, someone brought that up recently and it was a, it was a very true point. It's a difficult point, especially if you see people who are struggling, but it's, um, you, it's good to kind of gauge if they're ready. I, a, a very good friend of mine a couple of years ago, um, I was really sort of coming to, to, to the end of a, a very difficult period of my life, but she had it. She really showed me some tough love and I reacted really badly to it. I just wasn't ready to hear it, but it was months later that it, it just started to land and sink in. So, yeah. But I really pushed against it and really resented her for that for yeah. quite a long time but you know there was reason why I resented her yeah but now you see what she was doing as an act of kindness absolutely she was as to quote you seeing you through her heart with her yeah. heart yeah. yeah yeah and I love that what you said that kindness is seeing somebody with your heart um that is my kind of summation of your question one I like mm. that um second question why do you think kindness is so important for us as humans well, I mean, first of all, we know how it makes us feel when someone's kind to us. Yeah. And but just for the know, record, it, how how does it make you feel? Well, okay. <laughs> so for me, so for, for how it makes me feel, um, if someone reaches out with kindness, is that I feel I feel loved, I feel cared for. Yeah. I I feel valued and of worth of greater worth than maybe I already feel in a mo in any moment. Um, and I feel like, I feel, I feel that I belong. And I, you know, that, that's, that's really one of the biggest 
struggles that clients come to see me with is this this sense of not belonging and not fitting in. So this acts of kindness where someone is seeing you with their heart really kind of fills up any 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 sort of space, any void that, that might be within us and and really yeah makes us feel seen and and valued. And um that has more of an impact than I think we'll ever know. Mm. And it really, you know, the the more the more kindness that we experience, the more it just adds on to our own sense of self and our self esteem and self confidence. And um, yeah. it's it's uh, yeah, it's 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 a magical cure to um, to sadness. Yeah, and I suppose with all of that, that is then why it's so important for us as humans because it's such there's such a need for it and such a need for all of those things as well um amongst us just as as humans so it has come up before that um some psychologists say that the that man's or human's greatest need is to be seen and that's it's so true fundamental so true um and to be to be seen and to be heard yeah that 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 that's all that's 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 all we want. Yeah, to be listened to. Maybe not all we want, but I mean, it's yeah. really the the, the 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 essentials to 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 make us feel that we exist and, and that we're that we we have worth. Yeah, and that's what you said, a worth, and that we're valued, cared for, and that we feel like we belong somewhere. I think that's really mm. key as well. Mm. Um, and the other thing, just to highlight what you said there, is that often the value or the depth that your kindness can be felt by the person receiving it, you may never know how much you've really helped someone or touched someone. And I think that, you know, there is that giving where maybe the person who receives it has no idea who gave them that act and therefore, the person given it may never truly know what it really did for those people. Um, and I think that's just important to flag, because you did mention it there, that there are many hidden levels of gratitude and and um, healing that can happen through acts of kindness that we just may never see when we do kind of give in that way to people. No. I mean, you hear people talk about you know, uh, significant people in their life or the teacher at school from 30, 40 years ago that, you know, who, who made an impact on them through, through various reasons. And that would have, that's generally positive, you know, not always, but, you know, when we're, when we're looking at the positive impacts, it's generally through kindness and, yeah. and caring and compassion. Absolutely. But yet that person will, as you say, would not necessarily have any idea of that, but that's something that they take forward in their lives. Yeah, and that goes back to a little bit about what you were saying about giving without kind of unconditionally without um needing to receive anything back I mm. think that's yeah that's good mm. um <clears throat> question three what do you see as the connection between kindness and compassion they're, 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 they're very close these 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 two um <laughs> 
ideas, kindness and compassion. I, for, for me, um, so, so compassion is really about having some understanding of what the other is experiencing or going through. So compassion um, is the, orig the original sort of, it derives from suffering together. That's what compassion means. So, so there is something about some kind of lived, shared experience or feeling okay. with another with another person or group of people, whatever it may be. Kindness doesn't, for me, necessarily have to have that quality. It just, as we've already talked about, it just comes from. Um, an act that comes from the heart it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to have um an understanding of what the other's going through but just more about seeing the other person in their in their struggle in their suffering in their pain so so they do they, they do go hand in hand sorry what were you no no just i i think just what you were saying there about um the suffering together it makes me feel like what you're saying is that there is a much deeper connection there when it comes to compassion than kindness or that it's that depth of connection and connecting maybe a shared experience or at least having that deeper connection that then triggers an act of kindness yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That it can it can work that way for sure. I mean, I, I, it's it's interesting as I was sort of thinking about this. I, I really, I, I in moments I can kind of see the distinction, and then then they just come together. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, I think I think kindness could also lead to compassion, and vice versa. I really don't know, but they're so closely linked. Um, but yeah, the compassion is really something about a, a real deeper understanding. Yeah, and it's I um, was reading a little bit from the book The Art of Happiness uh, recently, and it um, has interviews with the Dalai Lama. And he was asked to explain or define compassion. And uh, he defines it in terms of a state of mind that is non-violent and non-harming and non-aggressive. And as a mental attitude, which is based on wishing to be free of suffering and is associated with a sense of commitment, responsibility and respect. And for me, it was that free of suffering that resonated with me when you said compassion means suffering together. Mm. So it's interesting that actually com the, the, the act of being compassionate is to help relieve someone of their suffering. Mm. Mm. Well, it's 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 that you know I I see you and I see you in your pain. Yes, it it relieves some of that. It relieves some of that just by that being acknowledged, and also yeah. by knowing that that someone someone feels it. Someone can see it. I, exactly. Yeah, I see you and I feel you. Yeah. 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 See, that would but be that, a nice. Um, Sorry, who's that bloke you just quoted? Uh, Dalai Lama. Yeah, he's yeah. he's got it. Spot he's on. he's not bad. 
<laughs> yeah, he's I mean it's literally he's just written like two paragraphs on compassion on compassion. Um but as a kind of lowest common denominator description of compassion, I actually love that. I see you, I feel you. I, I mm. that's really simple way of thinking about it. Mm. Um but again can be can be very, very profound. Um question four looking to more practical side of this can you give one or two examples of acts of kindness that you've witnessed in your day-to-day life that have kind of stuck out to you i mean i i see i i see it all the time if i'm honest um I, I I struggle to sort of think of particular incidents or well I mean none that are sort of massively significant because they're all quite similar and it's always about people helping each other so um, clearly there's a lot of this going on at the moment COVID-19 that's really brought out a lot of kindness yes, and community very much so. uh, and that that's been really amazing to to see and to hear about and i i i hope i hope that that this just grows from this experience but Mm. you know we shall see but i i feel i feel optimistic about that but where i see it all the time is with um people speaking to the homeless um helping the homeless or carrying um a buggy of uh, for for a lady as they're trying to get up the stairs or a parent or you know it's I see it all all the time and um, that really just that just 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 keeps me going really and it brings me so much joy mm. um, so yeah and you know just the little things like the amount of times I've dropped something when I'm walking around and someone comes and um, you know give me my wallet back or whatever it is that I've lost again. Um, and it's, it's, it's constant. It's yes. constant. Yes. Yeah. And, and you're right. There is a real kind of dark times can bring out some of the best of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it just, it, it, we all come together and it's so great to see that. And I'm re- I feel really, I feel really privileged to, to, um, be alive and also be alive in this time mm. to, to, to witness to witness all of this this sense of community and coming together it's 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 amazing and i think and i and i think that you know covid19 aside i think that has been happening anyway mm. over the past few years you know that, again maybe maybe this sort of this more awareness over uh, around the fact that we have mental health and that there are people that struggle with it and that, that it's it's just the same as our physical health and and so it just kind of elicits more more kind of kindness and compassion yeah that's but yeah because you have a a shared it goes back to your the, the sense of suffering together of compassion mm. we we have a shared suffering yeah absolutely it enables us to be absolutely. more compassionate and kind with each other and we're equal yes you know, we're all we're ev- everybody is equal in all of this, and so when it comes to kindness and compassion, there is something about an equality. There's, there's something we are in the same place, from one person to the other, from heart to heart. That that's an, that's an equal ground. Yeah, it levels the playing field for sure. Yeah, yeah. So this was probably going to be a little harder, but let's let's give it a try. 
question five. An act of kindness that you've received that has really stood out to you. Yeah, it is. It is hard in um, a way that I, I feel I've received so many. Um, I don't want to sort of just to cop out of this by saying that. <laughs> You're a very, um, very lucky person. Uh, well, I am. I am. Um, so, again, like, you know, I saw a, a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago, socially distancing, by the way. Um, well, with, good to mention. With, huh? Good to mention that. Yeah. With um, his little boy. And I see kindness a lot in children. His, his his son, who who I know, was was um, so checking on my well being, asking me if I was okay. Did I sleep well the night before? And that 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 that, that kindness that comes from someone so young really just fills me up so much. A friend of mine sent me a card last week just to say how much she loved me and cared for me and valued our friendship. And those th- those moments, which I feel. You know, they, they happen a lot um, for, for me in my life and um, they, they all stand out. And they, 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 yeah, I've, I've really been looked after so much in my life. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know if I have a specific example, but, but it, it, it feels pretty continuous. Very loved, very seen, very felt. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that difficult to hear? <laughs> um, and the last question, um, and this is obviously very specific to the times we're in, as you've mentioned, with COVID-19, and that we are in lockdown still, and it's been many weeks um, in isolation, and a lot of people are experiencing life in a way that they've never had to before obviously it's a very very strange time and it is bringing up a lot of um mental health issues for people where even where they didn't ever expect to experience them in light of all of that um can you offer some advice of what people could do to show themselves self-kindness So just to kind of give a little explanation, I guess, as to what happens when we're not kind to ourselves um, and something that I work with with every single one of my clients because it's applicable to everybody in one way or another is um, bringing some awareness to our own inner critic and how hard we can be on ourselves mm. because that 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 is what gets in the way of of our own self-compassion. So it's that voice that tells us that we can't do this or that we should do this or we shouldn't have done that or, you know, the one that really chastises us. And so it's really bringing attention to that. And and through that awareness, we can start to see actually how unhelpful and how cruel this, this, this thinking can be. And essentially it's not, it's, well, it's not real. It's it's just the some maybe the conditioning the messages that we've received from you know various experience over the years. So just I really encourage anybody that's listening that isn't already kind of in touch with actually those those their own inner dialogue and how their, their own self talk just to pay a bit of attention to that 
Um, and to, you know, from that place, just to maybe question, you know, would they talk to other people like that? The way that, the way that we talk to ourselves in our heads, would we talk to other people like that? And the answer is always no. Well, anybody I've spoken to. Very interesting. So there, there, there's, there's that element, and then there, the other. Well, it, it, it's for me, it all falls under the same umbrella. Um, the expectations we we put on ourselves, as well, just to be careful around that. Um, so how could in, we, how could we challenge those expectations with self kindness? Well, it, it's it's actually looking at the expectations that we're setting ourselves, writing a huge long list, and wanting to get that all that done in a day. You know, COVID nineteen quarantines i'm going to learn spanish and i'm going to meditate every, you know like all of these things so it's actually just making things a bit more realistic so and having shorter actually, lists and more achievable goals that are more light touch yeah and 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 don't don't put too much on yourself like it, it, and it's it's very easy to say because i think by 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 nature many of us humans really do put you know set set the standards really high and do put um, you know, big expectations on ourselves. So yeah, really, just uh, one of my mottos in life is baby steps. Just, just, yeah. just yeah. one, one, one thing at a time. So it's okay not to build Rome in a day. Absolutely, it's okay not to build Rome at all. <laughs> but it is, like you know. I mean, I'm not then. I'm not then saying that really you should just kind of sit back and do nothing. But yeah. if you want to sit back and do nothing, sit back and do nothing. Yeah. You know, like it's it, it's it's going with what feels right for you. And if 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 we find ourselves really kind of constantly pushing against something, maybe that's telling us that this isn't where we're supposed to be going, or we should just stop and. and and take stock and breathe for a moment. Mm. I like that. Achievable goals, not giving yourself a hard time, baby steps. And, and, and then, of course, we, you know, there are, for me, things that I really believe in that I know make a difference to me and I see that make a difference to people around me is, um, is look after yourself, like look after your body to the best to the best of your ability, and again, without setting your expectations too high. So, so is that like that. food, fitness? Food, so diet, exercise, yeah. um, being still, um, um, meditation, if that's something that people can, can connect with. Yeah. Anything that is actually connecting ourselves with our body and looking after our bodies. Yes. With balance. Yes. So eat chocolate, but, you know, also eat, eat the things that... really make you feel good that nourish your body yeah and i think that's been said before and we hear it time and time again you know you you're going to be no use to anyone else unless you look after yourself but absolutely not always so easy to do or we kind of forget to do that often yeah 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 have a nice bath or something or with candles love, and something just 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 uh, people really struggle with this idea of loving loving themselves yeah you know because because it's often it's it's so sort of connected with this idea of it being about ego and the, the superiority and, yes it's just actually be gentle on yourself be kind on yourself yeah and it's actually healthy speaking it of is. mental health awareness it's very healthy for the mental yeah. health yeah 
and then the kinder we are to ourselves, the kinder we can be towards others as well. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, that's that's the end of the interview. I think you're. I love what you said about seeing somebody with your heart. That's um, a really profound way to look at that. Look at kindness and um, administering healthy, kind boundaries to people, even as you said, if even it's a little bit of tough love. Um, and that the hidden impact of acts of kindness are amazing. Feeling loved, cared for, valued and belonging and ultimately to enable people to feel seen. Um, I do love what you said about compassion, about suffering together and what you said about linking that with where we are at the moment, uh, with lockdown, with COVID-19 and we're all in the same boat and it generating that kind of wave of kindness, if you like, through compassion. I, I think that's really amazing and boiling compassion down to I see you and I feel you. Um, and then the advice, I love that, you know, silence in the inner critic. I suppose we don't really silence it, we just choose not to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's a practice. It's a practice. Well, I mean, I speak from my own experience as well, but it's 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 a practice because you know the inner critic will will pop up regularly, but but just yeah. don't pay attention. Exactly, it's like a tape loop. And uh, baby steps: be good to yourself, and uh, eat well, and look after your body, food and fitness, and and stay connected. Yes, yes, that's very really true. Really important. So phone calls maybe the odd zoom yeah you're not message. zoomed out but but whatever it is just stay just stay connected yeah duncan thank you so much for that that's been uh, really 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 Good lovely pleasure. speaking with you thank you very much um that is the end of this interview with duncan long once again please do um check duncan out at duncanlongtherapy.com You've been listening to The Brief Key, and these are the radio interviews for Mental Health Awareness Week, discussing the topic of kindness. Hope this has inspired you to be kind to yourself and to others. Please do check out the other radio interviews at thebriefkey.com podcast. Look forward to having you join us for another interview soon.